Welcome to the NLPCourses.com show, where we push past the hype and pull back the velvet curtains of creating a successful life with NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Diving into physiology, neuroscience and linguistic programming so that NLP becomes a practical tool at home and in your career. Moving beyond the techniques so that you can make a name, make money or make a real difference to people's lives. Tune in weekly if you care more than others. Think wisely as we set out on our quest to uncover the secrets of successful people from all walks of life. Make sure you head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe and receive our free newsletter and other goodies. Here is your host, NLP Master Trainer, John Cassidy Rice. Hello and welcome to the second session on Milton Language, where this week we explore maps. Hello, my name is John Cassidy Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this session. So last week we explored the idea that the mindset was really important behind understanding the language models within neuro-linguistic programming. And this week we're going to start to build on that even further before we delve into some of the actual language patterns themselves. So there's this idea that we as human beings create maps of the world through language. It's not the only way we create a map of the world that we operate through, but it is one of the one significant way that we create the maps that we operate by to navigate our everyday lives. As a metaphor, that works very well because there's two major language patterns within neuro-linguistic programming. And first we have the meta model, which is about details. And then we have the Milton model, which is about going to the big picture. So really what we have is rather than two models, we have a continuum of language and each has its upside and each has its downside. And we're exploring the Milton, the art of being artfully vague. Now the key word in that sentence is not the word vague, it's about being artfully vague. So let's explore that in relation to the meta model which is about being precise with language. And we're going to build on this idea of we create maps around, sorry I'll say that again, we create maps that we operate from. So a way that we create maps is through language. One of the things that NLP does so well is have language patterns that enable us to change the map, whether to recover missing information or to create a brand new representation of the map. So for a map to be useful, there's several things that needs to be effective, basically. Essentially, the map that you operate from has boundaries, it has a landscape, we read it to navigate to understand the world around us. So it'd be useful if the map that you're operating from clearly and effectively communicates the information about your life that you want it to. Because a great map communicates the information about geographic area for, for the intended audience that it's aimed at. So let's build on that idea. So first off, we want the map to be clear and easy to read. Uh, so if we can understand a map, then it's easier to navigate that territory. So things like consistent design, the symbols we use, the labels that we place and recognize on the map will make a difference. And that's the same for us as human beings as well. So when we have a good map of the world that we are operating from, then it's easy to understand our life and the way that we navigate it. We also want any map that we use to be accurate and up to date um, because the world around us changes. 
And sometimes I think we're operating from a map that we haven't updated for a little while and it would be useful to add new new information to that map, just like the world around us has changes in landscape and infrastructure. We also want a map, any map that we use to be relevant. So sometimes, coming back to this idea of keeping our map up to date, we want it to be relevant information for what we're now doing in our lives. So if we've got a map of a landscape and we want to go hiking, then ideally on the map what we need to have is the hiking trails and if there's any parking areas, any points of interest along the way. And if the map is not containing those things, that's not a useful map for us for our intended use of the map. So which brings us to the next part, is the map appropriate for its use? So just like if we, we've got a tourist map, which is a great map, shows the highlight, popular tourist attractions, well, and, and maybe even the different zones on the map, so the city centre, but we want to go hiking, that's not going to serve our intended use. Also, a really good map provides context and orientation. So the maps that we're operating from, from our day-to-day -day lives, would be useful if they were contextualized and orientated to keep up with our ever-evolving lives. Well, so essentially what we said, for a map to be useful to us, it needs to be clear and easy to read, accurate and up-to-date, provide relevant information, be appropriate for its intended use, and provide context and orientation. And that's what makes a great map. As we're using this metaphor of language builds maps that we then operate from, is the map that you're operating from at the moment easy to understand? Is it up to date? Is it relevant for what's happening in your life? Working for your, the intended purpose of what you want to achieve in life? And is it in context and orientated to where you want to go in life? So NLP has a way of utilizing language that is powerful in changing somebody's maps of the world. And that's one of the reasons why NLP is so effective. Not so much because of the techniques, although the techniques are great, and we've talked about this in other sessions. Techniques give us structure and scaffolding to understand the process. But the language, the language brings NLP alive and is magical in the way that it can shift people's thinking, because when you have a different map you have a different understanding of the world around you so we all have a map that we operate from and we talked about we can go from detail into the big picture and detail is where the meta model lies and meta model is about recovering detail and it isn't it tempted to go into the detail to think that's going to solve our problems and you're right sometimes what's missing from our map is some vital bit of detail that could make all the difference so there's a story about Jorge Luis, Luis Borges, I'll say that again, Jorge Luis Borges, who was a map maker. And this is a short story from a book called On the Exitutes of Science. Jorge Luis Borges wanted to make a map and he wanted to make the most detailed, accurate map there ever was. And he built this map. He, he had a big warehouse and he built this map and it wasn't accurate enough. So he doubled the size of the map, which took two warehouses. And it still wasn't accurate enough so he built an even bigger map until the only way you could make an accurate map was that it was the same size as the country he was trying to map out so he's got as much detail as in there as possible and it accurately represented the geographical landscape question for you is that a useful map then i'm going to suggest that it's not 
it ultimately become useless because a one-to-one -one representation may be accurate of the territory, but it's no good for navigation any practical purpose. So in fact, the details can get too much in the way of changing the map. Some vital details are important, and this is why we talk about the map being appropriate. The meta model is great at recovering useful details from the map but it has its limits. And we'll be exploring the meta model because the meta model is a, is a lovely way to use language and it really does help people. But at the same time, it's a reminder that accuracy is, is important, but it's not the only factor. So when we are creating a map, such things as usability, practicality, and purpose are important. So then we talked about the Milton language, which is about the big picture. Now, a quick side note here, just between us. As you study NLP, you'll notice recurring patterns. And I'd like to point out this pattern that is recurring within NLP in various different models. And this is this idea from big picture down to detail. This idea there's a continuum from detail to big picture. And this, this pattern appears in NLP in several places. So just pay attention as you look, look in and explore in the different NLP techniques, the different theories within that. You'll see this pattern occur time and time again. And it's, it's easy noticed when we're talking about the Milton language and the meta model, because they are really do represent this pattern. Anyway, that was a quick side note. So let's get back to our maps. Milton model would be like a map that is, represents the information in a new way that may be art, artful. That's probably the best way to put it, maybe artful. I'm not gonna say vague. So question for you. What is the big insight that happened in 1931 around the London Underground map? And if you guessed that it is a representation of what's there rather than accurately what's happening underneath the streets of London, you'll be correct. The big insight was to prioritize clarity, simplicity over geographic accuracy, because up to that point, there was lots of um, maps of the London Underground that tried to be accurate, but they failed. They were just too complex, too unworkable. So in 1931, Harry Back created a radical departure from any of these previous designs that happened and noticed that really what the, the passengers didn't need was the precise graphical layout. What they needed was how to get from one station to another. So he came up with I think you call it a schematic diagram that just showed the lines of the stations in a clear and easy way to understand. And it was based on the grid system that was easy to follow. So, and if you've ever been to London and seen the London Underground map, it has grown for sure from since 1931 uh, and it's reasonably complex, but it is represented with some elegance, a detailed map that is different from that is useful, that is practical, gives you the information that you need in a way that you can understand it. And the Milton language will create maps that maybe not accurately represents the details, but creates meaning, create depth. So if I was to sum up what the ideas that we've been exploring in this session, that each of us create maps of the world around us. And is the map useful to us? Does it work for its purpose? Does it need updating? And through language, we can use the meta model to recover any missing details, but too much details becomes too much for us as human beings to be able to process for it to be useful. Detail for detail's sake is not useful. Then we talked about creating, we 
a artfully vague map. And the word vague doesn't really work in our metaphor here because we explored this idea of the London Underground. And the London Underground represents the detail, but in a way that is useful to us and that we can actually do something with. And that's the idea behind the Milton language. It's not about being precise. It really is about allowing somebody to create a new map that is useful, just like Harry Beck did in 1931 when he created the London Underground map. That's a useful map. It helps us do what we need to do and achieve our goal of getting from Victoria to King's Cross, for example. And that's what's so exciting about language as we use it within NLP. Wow, are you aware of how much we covered in this session around this one metaphor of a map? So if you've got any questions, please do email me at john at nlpcourses.com. I'd love to hear your questions and any feedback. Go and create some brand new maps that revolutionize the world around you. Until next week, I'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the nlpcourses.com podcast show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes and make sure to head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe to our newsletter. This will ensure you're kept fully up to date on the latest in-depth NLP topics of interest. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes on neuro-linguistic programming and beyond.